Kids, welcome to Monkey Mode. We're back. Episode 17. Monkey Mode presented by Super the Hardest. I'm back from a long and not very restful vacation. But the good news is that it's April 3rd and it's snowing out. That's right, it's snowing so much that they canceled school today on April 3rd. So, isn't that awesome? But it's not all bad news. Today we're going to be talking about really, really bad metal with Craig. Okay, I should amend that a little bit. It's not necessarily really bad metal, but we're going to be talking about uh, D-list bands from the 80s and late 80s and early 90s. Bands that like are kind of lost to time for the most part. Um, if you've heard of some of these bands, well, good on you. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. But um, So Craig and I, we talked earlier in the day uh, before we recorded this, and we the objective was to, for each of us to pick three bands, uh, three kind of D-list bands, and uh, and 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 just talk about them with each other, and uh, hope, hoping that none of a uh, none of them would overlap. So, I always love talking about music with Craig. I love talking about shitty music with Craig. I don't know. There's something about it that amuses the hell out of me. Uh, but anyway, that's what we're gonna do. Hope you enjoy it. thinking about how to come I, I had a couple ideas for bands right all right all right and but you i haven't was, shared them with me no i haven't we haven't shared these with each other so okay. these will be a complete surprise for each of us but i was thinking about it and you know the premise is supposed to be um, like d-list 80s mm-hmm. 80s early 90s bands you know d-list bands that were around when you and i were in junior high and high school bands that may have gotten a little play on mtv but that's about it you know they they were probably in the you know a discount bin or something you know at at, uh at camelot music or something that's surprisingly where i got a lot of them (laughs) yeah so i was thinking about because i was having a hard time coming up with so we we had our, our objective was to come up with three and then one alternative, or one alternate, just in case we we duplicated each other's picks, right? Yeah. yeah. I, had two. I had a hard time only coming up with three. <laughs> you had a better memory than me. But so I was thinking, and I was like, okay, what would have been a cassette that I would have found on the floor of Scott Haas's passenger side? Of his, uh, that was uh, your requirement? No, no, but that, that's, that, was a, that was a tool that helped me. Think, okay. think of okay. two more bands. Okay. So, um, so the, in case you, in case I say something, you're like, "Why the fuck did you think of that?" Well, Scott Haas, Ford Mustang, 1990. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I got it. All right. So, uh, you want to go first, or should I? No, no, no. This is your show. Uh, you so, go first. Okay. 
Okay, so the first one um, is Love Hate. Yeah? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah? Did you pick that one? It didn't. All right. It didn't. Sweet. Okay, so Love Hate. I, I, what was there? What was it about drugs? Why do you think they call why it do you, dope? Why do you think they call it dope? That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, uh, these guys, uh, they started in 1985, but I don't think anybody outside of like LA knew who the hell they were until, uh, why do you think they call it dope came out? Uh, uh like, I think that was like, I think it was 90, 91. Yeah, it was it was 1990, um, and I think you and I we we saw it on Headbangers Ball all the time, right? That's where I saw everything. <laughs> made me That's where the I man. got my news. That's where I got. <laughs> made me the man I am today. That's right. So there. What Alder Ricky Rackman or not Ricky Rackman? <laughs> yeah, Ricky Rackman. Ricky Rackman. Okay, yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, this... It's like a Ricky Rocket. <laughs> I owe a lot to Ricky Rocket too. <laughs> uh, the singer is the only one who anybody who knows anything about like, or who Jizzy. knows a, exactly who knows, <laughs> who knows a little bit about uh, about shit eighties metal will know the name Jizzy Pearl. Jizzy, which is like just the fucking worst name. That's 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 what you're going with. No, 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 no. no that's a great name. That's a great name. It's a great name. It's a pearl of jizz. Yeah. You want to name after you name yourself after some spunk? <laughs> it's like a what is a, it's a pearl necklace kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. His, his real name is James Wilkinson, for the record. I like Jizzy better. Yeah, yeah. He uh he has since Love Hate disbanded, uh he's made a career out of being that other singer. Oh, well, they're not touring anymore? No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, he's like the he's like a now. he's like a much less successful Sammy Hagar. Right? Mm. So he he sang for LA Guns after uh, Phil Lewis left. Okay. He sang for Rat after Stephen Piercy left. Wow. I, okay. Yep. And uh most most recently uh, he sang for Steven Adler's band, Adler's Appetite. Ah, oh, see now that I okay, yeah, I could, I could buy that. Uh huh. And uh, what's awesome is in Wikipedia here, he said it says he's also sung for L.A. Guns, Rat, Adler's Appetite, and other lesser known acts. <laughs> <laughs> lesser known. So I do I, I in, in in my research and by in my research I mean looking these fuckers up on Wikipedia. Um I was something caught my eye um that I thought was worth sharing. Okay? Hit All me. right. So right around 1992 Love Hate was having a bit of trouble, right? They oh. weren't uh they weren't selling many records. Columbia was their label, and Columbia was getting ready, you know, was threatening to drop them from the label. Put a lot of time into this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. at, le- at least this one, just because the story was fucking hilarious. Okay, all right. All right, so on June, uh, in, in an attempt to, you know, gain some publicity and sell some records, uh, on June 1st, 1992, Jizzy, uh, uh, with the help of the band and a few others, 
erected a cross over the letter Y from the Hollywood sign. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And he... Uh, <laughs> it's a big cross. Yeah, it, it's, it, was, it, it was... He was, <laughs> He tied himself to the cross, uh, erected himself to the cross. Oh, Jesus. 60 feet in the air. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they had a camera crew and a helicopter film it. And so... <laughs> The band, this is the best part, the band had assumed that the authorities would quickly notice the stunt, right? And, you know, be like, hey, get down from there. Except no one noticed, (laughs) right? He was stuck on the cross, 60 (laughs) feet in the air, for several hours. (laughs) Eventually, a TV news helicopter spotted him, and a fire department had to come and get him down. (laughs) Ah, poor bastard. Uh, so anyway, apparently Columbia, the record label, this didn't work. Columbia got pissed and dropped him from the label. <laughs> Can't imagine why. So, however, this led to the introduction of motion sensors on the Hollywood sign. So right. okay. people can't go vandalize the Hollywood sign now because of Jizzy Pearl. Yeah. He's also listed as the only current member. <laughs> that i didn't get to that part <laughs> but uh you mean are you, are you are you meaning to tell me that skid rose is no longer in uh <laughs> in love hate <laughs> according to this skid, nope. skid rose man the 80s were was a great time all right man so that's my that's one of my choices that's a good choice i i thought so too that's a good choice all right all right who you got all right, you want my first one? Yeah. Dangerous Toys. All right, see, I thought about that one. I, okay, that's a great choice. It just had to be there? Yeah, yeah. Um, only because of the first album. Well, yeah. <laughs> that That's it. Beyond that, doesn't matter. Um, so their, yeah. their biggest hit was Tease and Pleasing. Right. That was that was one of the two biggest hits. Yes. They had one called Scared, right? Scared, yes. And I seem to recall Scared actually being a pretty decent tune. Well, it, yeah. It had a good hook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. So did Tease and Pleasing. <laughs> Tease and Pleasing. <laughs> so, do you I, I find myself quoting, "Man, I've got the wrong house." <laughs> More than you'd know. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to say this name and you're going to know what I'm talking about. Brian Radman. Yeah. Okay. So there was this kid that Craig and I went to high school with and his name is Brian Ratman, and he was a very straight laced, very good boy, right? He was a very good kid, uh-huh. very. but, but he apparently loved tease and please. And he loved this song by dangerous toys. Kind of looked like a beetle. He did look like a chubby beetle. Kind of. <laughs> uh, um, so if you've heard the song Tease and Pleasing, well, if you haven't heard it, I recommend you look it up. Tease and Pleasing Shame on by, you. Yep, by Dangerous Toys. So look it up. And in the middle, there's like this breakdown, right? And he goes on like this. Exactly. He goes on like this, <laughs> this, this scat thing. He starts bebopping and scatting. <laughs> That's right. And it is 
fucking insane. And there's this kid named Brian at our school. This this kind of I wouldn't say nerdy, but just you know, no, no, just a good all around kid. Yep, who could do a perfect spot on impression, like (laughs) note for note. (laughs) It was it was so good that I used to stop him in the hall and make him do it for my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. So, so Dave, yeah, they were also a uh, uh, Columbia recording artist oh. early on. <laughs> Sounds like they were discovered at South by Southwest. Uh, they were so they were signed like right around the Guns N' Roses thing, right? Because yeah, it was 87. Yeah, because they whoever was like managing or them or whatever, um, uh, managing them. Um, Really, I must have pushed them hard to go for the GNR look because they had like I think that, that was the look, yeah. Well, the singer had like the Axl Rose bandana, you yeah. know, and the tight leather pants and the belt and everything. And, um, so I think a lot of people thought them uh, thought of them as like a shameless GNR knockoff because of that, yeah. But or, I got a lot of good memories listening to that first album. So. <laughs> yeah, they was, made my list. That was a good. Uh, that was a good like Trailer Park album. <laughs> oh yeah, driving, I still have it. Yeah, on my phone. <laughs> nice. Driving down. Call a, it up for you, Harpy. Driving down a dirt road, listening to teasing, pleasing. Oh, that's good stuff. All right. Right. Uh, I'm right. My second band. Um, I mentioned these guys to you today. Scatterbrain. Oh. Okay. Right. So yep. I don't know a lot about these guys other than their, uh, other than their one, like half, half, I guess you could call it a hit, right? Down with the ship. No. Was that it? No. 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 Don't call me dude. Don't call me dude. Yeah. Forgot about that one. Yeah, remember that one? What was it? I'm not going, going down with the ship. I don't want to go down with the ship. <laughs> Wasn't that Scatterbrain? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> let me let me look. Yep, it was. Holy cow! Uh, it was called uh, "Down with the Ship, Slight Return." There you go, bitch. Wow, <laughs> Jesus, you know more about these guys than I do. But uh, I remember. <coughs> so these guys, these guys were kind of thrashy, right? Yeah, and uh, and uh, kind of a humor. They had, they had a humorous streak oh. to them. Yeah, and I, that was their whole stick, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what I dug about them, you know, um, in an era of you know a lot of like you know rust and peace and you know and justice for all, which were very earnest and serious. There was a band <laughs> like this, you know, these guys in SOD, you know, stuff like that, ah, putting yep. out like like comedy thrash almost, you know. Okay, and, yep. the, and the songs were fun, but I just remember uh, really all I remember about these guys is "Don't Call Me Dude." um they uh they apparently also did a cover of um mama said knock you out by ll cool j i did not know that well it made it to the encino man soundtrack i'll have you know i have not seen that (laughs) you haven't seen encino man I'm proud to say I have not seen encino man come on man it's got paulie shore in it Uh, yep it does. Yeah. All right. So that's. that's... I stopped uh, Pauly Shore with. Uh, Biodome. The... Biodome. That's yeah. it. All right. Yeah. 
All right, that's that's my second choice. Here's my second second band. All right, you're up. Here's one. Okay, Rhino Bucket. That was almost one of my alternates. That was my fifth choice. Wow. All right. <laughs> and and that came directly from the Scott Haas tape pile. Absolutely. <laughs> they were like they were a shameless ACDC knockoff. Oh right? hell yes. They were such a shameless ACDC. That's why knockoff. they didn't go anywhere. Well, that they were such a shameless knockoff that they actually had one of ACDC's drummers in the band for like a, for hat, a while for yes. a hot minute. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. I remember. But, uh, you know that was just one of those things too where on a, on a summer day in the yard kicking it with hulky <laughs> you gotta you gotta throw on some rhino bucket <laughs> these guys were around for a while though weren't they ah they're st- still kicking it i think huh i uh I, I yeah according to wiki yeah. <laughs> they're still they're, rocking they're it? still still present so wow wow playing like acdc covers hey you know keep it working where are they from uh somewhere in california near los angeles okay i was gonna say please tell me it's australia no 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 isn't that where um there's another acdc ripoff band airborne airborne i don't know i don't know them airborne i think it's airborne i think they're from australia that's a I could be talking out of my ass. <laughs> um, so yeah, the Rhino Bucket, Scotty used to make me listen to that in his car all the time. Like, well, not all the time, but I think he probably went through a solid like two weeks where that thing was on constant rotation, and it drove me nuts because I was like, "Dude, they're just fucking ACDC ripoffs," and he's like, "Yeah, they rock though, <laughs> but they rock. That's right, yeah. and they rocked hard." And they weren't shameful about it. No, no, no shame at all. all. (laughs) Nope, not at all. All right. You ready for my third choice? I am. Bad for good. Oh! (laughs) That was the teeny teeny boppers, right? Yep. Yeah, hold on. Who's the... um, Brooks Wackerman? uh, Yeah, Wackerman. (laughs) Dad Wackerman's brother. Yep. Yes, yes. Brooks Wackerman. And that guy's God, that guy's still playing drums, yeah. Oh, he was a good drummer, man. Yeah, and he he still is. He's still out there. Uh, he plays uh, uh, he plays for Avenged Sevenfold, which good for him. Well, that's too bad. He played for Bad Religion for a little bit, but uh, hmm. um, so these guys were they were a band put together by uh, Steve Vai. Mm-hmm. Steve Vai was the producer because uh, the guitar player, the kid guitar player, was Thomas McRocklin McLaughlin. He was a little Nate. No, that's the singer. Oh, is that the singer? The singer was Danny okay. Cooksey. Danny Cooksey. And he was a redhead. Yeah, okay. And, and so he was the kid in different this is strokes. A movie, right? He was the kid in different strokes. Oh, that's right. Like, remember they brought on a little white kid after a while? Yes. Yep. Yes. And uh, and he played. Uh, uh, he, he was in. Um, there was a there was a, a Nickelodeon show called Salute Your Shorts. Mm, I've heard of that one. Um, he was also mm-hmm. he was also the redheaded kid in Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Okay. Uh, and now he's just like a voice actor, I guess. He does a bunch of cartoons and shit. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
right. I just remember him kind of looking like bait. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, not a good singer. Um, uh, uh, you know, he did fine. I uh, I went back and watched the video just before we started tonight. Uh, the yeah. the video for nineteen, which was their yeah. their only single yeah. off off their album Refugee. That is not a good song. Oh, those guys were what? Are they fourteen? The best fifteen, maybe. So okay, the best part of this story, or at least my favorite part, is that the oldest one was sixteen. Okay. And their hit song was talking about how badass they were because they're nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and it starts out. You want it rough? You got it rough. You want it tough? You got it tough. <laughs> I'm bad. <coughs> and I should also note that I'm an idiot because I didn't realize what their name meant until tonight. I never understood what bad for good meant. I was like, does that mean that they're bad to do good? Like, I don't get it. They're, okay. they're bad forever, Craig. They're bad for good. They'll always be bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I'm a dope. I didn't put that together until tonight. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that either. Um, that's another Andale kind of thing. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, their their biggest claim to fame is that they briefly went on tour with Damn Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's bad for good. All right. All right. Who else? Oh, that was a good pull. Yeah, yeah, I, I I liked it too. Good pull. When I thought of I that one, I was bad with my other ones now. All right, so what's what's your last one? Oh, my last one? Oh, well, I guess we can do the al- <laughs> we can do the alternate too. Well, I've got three more, four <laughs> more. All right. So okay, here's a, here's a kind of a deep pull. Wild side. Okay, I think I vaguely remember those guys. I don't know a ton about them. They got they had a couple. Did, did they have a weird spelling like W Y L D? No, 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 no. no. Huh. They went straight up. This was before the X's and the Y's were all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we back in the the band days. Yeah, when you were rocking. When I was rocking, we covered one of their tunes uh, called um, uh, "Hang On, Lucy." Hang on, Lucy. Yeah, hang on, Lucy. All right. It's about a hooker. Well, naturally. And I just remember one of the things in there was something about uh, 45 bucks a fuck tonight or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 80s were a classy time. This was the 90s, bitch. Oh, yeah, okay. Stragglers. Freaking stragglers. <laughs> they, 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 they were all taken down by Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, Wildside is still out there. Oh, really? Yeah, they've got a couple couple albums. All right. Through the years, through the years. Do you have more? I've got my my alternate, which was right, which here. was Enough's Enough. Oh, see now they're on my list. Yeah, they um, were on my list. So I am going to admit to thinking that New Thing is a good song. Hey, you know what? New Thing, Fly High, Michelle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Basically, their only hits. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so, New Not Thing. Awful. No, New Thing was their first single, and they were really going for like the hippie poison. Like they were trying to be the hippie poison in that video, I remember. Yes. Um, but New Thing sounds a lot like a cheap trick song to me. Well, 
being is I think they were heavily influenced by Cheap Trick because they were Chicago. Chicago yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think I don't know if that's why. Is that why they were? I'm going to say big back in the day by us because of that proximity. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Because I think they they even recorded their first album in uh, Lake Geneva. Oh yeah. And, I mean, they always played in Milwaukee and sure uh, on the area. Yeah. And I remember th- when I saw them, it was at the Wassa Fair. Oh really? Oh, absolutely. No shit, huh? Of course. Yep. Well, I mean, one of their songs appeared in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, so that's something. Oh, that's something. <laughs> so, so here's a story. Yeah. So our our mutual friend Ted. Yeah. This was I don't, I don't remember the year we saw him in Wassa. Yeah. But anyway, he was kind of hanging on this this girl from Wassa. Okay. And we went to her trailer. <laughs> Picked her up, went to the concert, and that's the last we saw of her. Yep. Later, we found out from her friend that, that she, she was she was really the drummer for. No, <laughs> no, she ended up back at the hotel with chips enough. <laughs> oh lord, nice. <laughs> Um, that, that, that's also a very thing that we, or a very important thing that we, uh, glossed over is that the bass player's name is Chip Zenuff. Oh, I just thought everybody knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Chip Zenuff. Oh, worst, worst stage name I've ever heard. Ah, I love it. But he's he's I think he might be the only uh original member, right? That's left? Yeah. God, I have no idea. Well, let's see. Uh da, da, da. Yep. Yeah. I think so. Uh Donnie V or whatever might still be in the band. Uh, I don't know. Because he left and current members. Yeah, he's the only one. He's the only one. Yeah, and he's the singer now too. Oh. Yeah, when I saw him, Vicky Fox was drumming. Yep. So it was somewhere between 88 and 93. Yep. Yep. Man, these guys have had a, uh, had a hundred different members. Uh, those are the days. <laughs> I like they've got a whole graph to graph out there. <laughs> Another funny story. Yeah. So this was one of the albums that I had. Of course, you know, I had the CD signed by everybody. Yeah. Because, of course, at the Wasp Ferry, you can meet everybody. <laughs> of course. And uh, so years later, move, you know, I'm already over here. Yep. And selling some stuff at Cheapo. Yeah. Local uh, local record chain. Local record chain. Used yep. record chain. Yeah. Record store. Um, and this uh, Enough's Enough CD was in there. And it had all the signatures on it. Yeah. The guy at Cheapo lost his shit. <laughs> He's like, holy crap, is that Chip's enough signature? Yeah, well, I think he gave me like two bucks for that CD. <laughs> wow. There you go. <laughs> like a royalty. <laughs> well, it's not Bruce's enough, so. <laughs> Are you wearing a Chip shirt? I sure am. That's styling. I not like a, it. Not a Chip's enough shirt, but yeah, Chip's no, hamburger right. shirt. Much better. All right, so what were your other alternates? Let's run run them down. Tough. Tough. Holy cow. 
tough with probably the least tough looking lead singer in the world. Tough. I, that guy looked like a dainty little teenage girl. Uh, what was his name? Chip Tough. <laughs> Chip Tough. <laughs> I'm tough. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know his name. Yeah, they were like another, uh, I don't know, another glam rock wannabe, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they had a, uh, they were channeling uh, Poison. Yep. As I recall. Uh huh. Um, so that one was Terry on Terry Fox. What was his name? Terry Fox. Oh, okay. I'm sure, I'm sure that was his real name, too. Oh, that's a solid name. I suppose. Terry Fox. Yeah. Sorry. He, it's he all right. Was, he was pretty, though. Well, all those guys were pretty. <laughs> yeah. Not Lemmy. <laughs> no. Le- we're not talking about Lemmy. No, we're, we're talking not. about D-list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Sleaze bees. Wow. Sleaze bees. Holy crap. Good pull. That's good. incredible. <laughs> that makes my bad for good look like shit. <laughs> These guys are from the Netherlands. I yeah. have no idea. Wait, wait, did they have like any any hits? Stronger, oh, stronger than Paradise. Screwed, oh, blued, tattooed was the the you know the uh, yeah. main tune off of that album. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Excuse me. But then they also had. Um, oh God! What was the panty wedding song? <laughs> um, fuck if I know. Oh yes, you do. I don't want to live without you. What? You sure that was Sleaze Bees? I'm pretty positive. Uh, it, I'm telling you, uh, it's not mentioned mentioned in uh, Wikipedia, so I'm just telling. It's not their power Tool album. Uh, so they had Stranger Than their singles were Stranger Than Paradise, Scream, yeah. Gun Culture, and Hate Rock and Roll. No, 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 that's great. <laughs> All right, all right. All right, so Sleaze Bees. I don't want to live. (laughs) All right, well, we'll look it up later. What's your next alternate? I don't want to live without you, Sleaze Bees. (laughs) I I doubted you, and now I'm paying the price. (laughs) Like a midnight rider on an endless road. I'm a sole survivor carrying a heavy load. <laughs> I don't want to live without you. I don't want to feel the pain. Wow. That's uh It's 92 on their power tool album. See, suck it. <laughs> All right, you win. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who else you got? I think that was it. <laughs> uh, I think that was it. You know, <laughs> well, you stole enough's enough. Yeah, I was all excited. About but as I was scrolling through that first pile that you talked about, I don't know that I've ever heard this song in my life. Oh, never mind. Yep, okay, I stand corrected. Damn right. Uh, there were <laughs> panty wedding songs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 
I knew I could count on you to fucking to top the list. <laughs> fucking sleaze bees. All right. We're here's here's my proposal. All right. We're gonna have to do this again. All right. And we're gonna have to go deeper. 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 I can go deeper. I'm gonna challenge you to go deeper than fucking sleaze bees. <laughs> I can do it. What a terrible name. All right, man. Well, thanks. Anytime, my friend. <laughs> Talk to you later. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Well, I learned a hard lesson there, didn't I? Never doubt Craig's music knowledge. Never. So that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you uh, found some interesting bands. <laughs> Go look them up. Uh, they'll entertain. So uh, in the meantime, give us a call. 612-424-3835. Send us a letter. Mailbag at mojomenace.com. Uh, find us on Twitter at SuperTheHardest. And leave us a review on iTunes. Remember, lo-fi show. Don't mention the sound, bastards. Uh, anyway, uh, regarding Super the Hardest, Dave just sold his house. Mo is in the middle of musical season, which means he's directing a musical because he roll. That's how he rolls, you know. Um, so I don't know when we're gonna record next. In the meantime, I'll try to keep cranking these out as much as I can. Uh, that's it for today. To Hilden, Don Ciccio.